Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, it's Dave here. This is my wife, Kathy, who was researching spiders in the Amazon with my mother right before she died. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Not many people know that about you, but that's actually how we met. And this is the podcast where we record our walk home from the movie. Oh, yeah, there's that bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, if you haven't guessed already, uh, we are going today to see uh, Madame Webb, the, uh, the smash viral hit. Uh, much like uh, Morbius for uh, Sony, the Sony Pictures uh, Marvel Universe, uh, or, or Sony Pictures Universe of Marvel films, spun as it is largely known. Um, I, I don't know if that's official never, or not. I've heard a lot of people call it spun, <laughs> which is just funny. Also, um, spun. So this has gone viral because, uh, first of all, I only heard of this movie this week because I started seeing the memes and stuff. So it's not viral because of the film itself. It's viral because of like. Dakota Johnson's interviews about it, right? No, not quite. Well, yes, a lot of Dakota Johnson's uh, interviews on the press circuit are doing the rounds because she just looks completely embarrassed to, to, <laughs> to be a part of this. Um, the uh, for I guess for reference for anyone who doesn't know, um, the Sony Pictures owns the right to the Spider-Man. Uh, all Spider-Man related intellectual property at the cinema so they so they can make movies about Spider-Man and all related properties that are separate from Marvel Studios who bought everything back that's due to a legacy uh, deal that they are uh, they're not letting go of they they made a deal with Marvel to release the Spider-Man movies jointly the most recent ones with Tom Holland, which allowed him to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Also, but, a very good idea because it made like over a billion dollars. Exactly. But this movie, uh, Madame Web, is part of the Spum franchise. What are you saying, Spum? S P U M. S P U M. The Sony Pictures Universe of Marvel. Right. Um, which is includes movies like um, Venom, Morbius, uh, the soon to be released Craven. Uh, you know just real generally quite bad stuff now admittedly we haven't seen uh, Morbius we haven't seen Morbius and I don't think either of us had a bad time I'm just Venom. saying it's just saying it's regarded we I'm go to, we go into everything with with minds open yeah. We, yeah we quite enjoyed Venom I never heard of Madame Webb the character the film anything about it until this week and well, I still know nothing about it because I, I haven't even seen a trailer so I don't want you to spoil so it so I've given you all the background to that now okay. I'm going to give you the background to the why this went viral because the trailer for this came out about a month ago and was kind of it's kind of it's it's very it looks very bad and there's a particular line of sort of often in trailers they'll piece together bits of dialogue to express you know a bit of exposition or whatever 
and there's this particular just very awkward long line uh, of exposition in the trailer where Dakota Johnson says about the villain he was in the Amazon researching spiders with my mother right before she died mm-hmm. which is just being ridiculed for being a very long and clunky sentence that no but one see, would see I have say. no problem with that and I do think with the whole Morbius thing and like the absolute slating that got on the internet and the general fatigue for superhero movies and the underlying misogyny when superhero movies have women in them or starring in them I do think without having seen this film it's already rife for everyone to be slagging it off which is why I'm going in putting all rooting that aside and rooting for it yeah, yeah. Well, that's fine. I, I'm like, I'm hoping to. Uh, my expectations for this are so low that it cannot surely be lower than <laughs> right because it doesn't look know. very bad. I have no expectation, but we are doing this thing that we sometimes do when we don't have childcare, where we're going separately. So I hope when I go that I can follow it because I do often find with Marvel movies I do have to whisper questions to Dave, and I it's why I am increasingly frustrated with Marvel movies because. There's always like all different strands from different films. They're like teeing up TV series that are upcoming and they can be like incoherent in that sense if you haven't remembered like 20 other things. Yeah. So I'm hoping that um, given I've never heard of Madame Webb in my life and I don't recall her featuring in other films that at least this is just standalone and I can just like absorb the information that's being presented to me, which doesn't sound like much of an ask. It is an ask for superhero movies these days. Well, I'll tell you something. I'm a huge fan of... Spider-Man. I don't know the comics in depth, but I grew up on that 90s animated show. Um, I even used to watch the 60s animated show. I did I used to pick up the comics, but I loved the toys, watched all the movies, and I have never heard of Madame Webb in okay, my life. Okay, that's alarming. Um, I've but heard of sense. Venom and Morbius, so but this obviously is like... Trying to, it, it makes sense, though, in fairness, and like a lot of people had never heard of Thor before those movies and then sure oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah so it makes sense um, for Spum and look we go bring it out we go into everything with an open mind but we have to acknowledge that this is this does the has a very bad trailer it has a cast which are seemingly embarrassed by it uh, they I don't they allegedly so have apparently allegedly Sydney Sweeney and Dakota Johnson uh, changed their agencies <laughs> their, their talent agents um, recently uh, which that won't, that's all conspiracy sure, stuff. sure come sure, sure. on um, any agent worth their salt would have signed in any of their talent in the last couple of years to a Marvel movie when Pe- they were riding on all those or Sony sorry People are sp- they were all riding a high they're now not and that's easy to say in retrospect but I'm pretty sure at the time they would have been very happy to sign up for a lot of money to sure. be part of one of these universes right we need to go I'm going first okay alright then I'm going to come home and then Dave's going to go. Such a typically normal way for couples to go to the cinema. Um, so we'll be back tomorrow, I think, by the time we've both watched it. Mercifully, the running time doesn't seem too long. And we'll see you then. Okay, bye. bye. See you soon. I don't understand what's happening. I've been having visions. I knew he was going to die. I think I'm seeing the future. New York City is a whole new level of crazy these days. What do you want from me? What do you want? New York City is a whole new level of crazy these days. This is an emergency. Get off the train. That man's trying to kill you. What? Who are you? What is going on? I can see the future. Oh, what the hell? She didn't see that coming? That's <laughs> not how it works. I've seen that man before. So who is he? Ezekiel Sims. 
He was in the Amazon with my mom when she was researching spiders right before she died. Hi, we're back again. A little bit of time has passed, so not our usual format where we give you our instant reaction. But Cathy and I have both seen Madame Webb separately. We haven't spoken about it. Um, and I've been stewing on it. Um, <laughs> I and, haven't. <laughs> and if it's your first time here on uh, the Cinemile, there's no spoilers for uh, Madame Webb until we turn to, to Spoiler Street. Um, so I think before we talk about the actual movie, let's talk about our experiences of buying a ticket to see Madame Webb yeah, by oneself. We both had embarrassing experiences. Very so embarrassing. I went first, so it was like half five, which I absolutely nailed by getting that slot because that meant I didn't have to put the kids to bed or anything. And I bought my ticket and I turned around and there was one of our son's teachers and she was there with like teenagers. And she was like, oh, you've snuck off to the cinema for yourself. Are you going to Mean Girls? And I was like, ah. I like started panicking. And I was like, no, I'm going to see Madame Webb. Why did you say that? And she was like, what's Madame Webb? Oh, no. And I just like panicked. And I was like, oh, it's like the superhero thing. And then she looked at me like, what is going on? And I was like, oh, look, it's a long story. It's like for a review thing. Because I obviously wouldn't be like, oh, you do have And I'm going on my own because we know Childminder. Um, and anyway, I was like, enjoy Mean Girls. And she's like, enjoy your film. What does she thing you say? the name of it. Which is, it's telling. I was so embarrassed. But I had never, I, I could barely remember the name of the film. As I went up to buy the ticket, I was like, can I have a ticket for Madame, uh, what's it called? And he was like, Madame. He didn't know. He scrolled through the listings what? until the guy in the cinema said to me, Oh, Madame Webb. Point to the one you want. He did not know the second word was Webb, and neither did I when I Can was buying I the Can I have one ticket for Mademoiselle Spin, please? <laughs> anyway, it was really embarrassing. And when I came out of the cinema, because the films were roughly ending at the same time, I saw her again. Her back was to me, so and I ran awkward. past her and I ran away. <laughs> so that she didn't, so that you, didn't, you didn't have to suffer the question. How was, um, what was it called? <laughs> Madam spinny, spin. spinny, spinny lady. Anyway, I'm literally blushing. I'm truly blushing. So at I had memory. a similar, I had a similar experience where <laughs> the the guy, the guy, the guy who was selling the tickets, kind of squinted at me and gave me a look of recognition. Because we talked to him said, last week. Cause, yeah, because because he asked us coming out of Argyle last week, how was it? And then you said it was great, and I said I hated it. <laughs> and he seemed to that seemed to stick in his memory because he was squinting at me and he said. Didn't you go to Didn't you go to Argyle last week and and you hated it and I said uh huh and then he said and you're going to Madame Webb now <laughs> and the other and I was like, by my <laughs> dot 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 by yourself the other reason he remembers us is because before Argyle we had been like why aren't you playing American fiction we really want to see that and he'd been like we're just not and basically the implication was. <laughs> We only have shit movies. Yes, we only do the like, shit movies back, here. We're back for more. Um, <laughs> so that was wow. so embarrassing. I Basically, both, both and he gave me this look <laughs> as if, are you okay? Both of those interactions would have been less embarrassing if we'd been with anyone else. Anyway. And then sitting in the... And then doesn't it be even before you even get to in, sitting in the cinema. And I didn't want to make eye contact with anybody. Why? The few people who were there. I was only two because people. Because they were all there in groups and there was, you know, yeah, groups of teenagers. Wrong with going to the cinema on your own. Oh, sure. But there is something wrong with going to Madame Webb when no, you're nearly isn't. 40. And <laughs> it just felt, I just felt so utterly I'm mortified. I was only embarrassed because I met another woman my own age and it was really perplexing. I just wanted, I wanted to die. Anyway, in my and then And then I transferred that awkward embarrassed energy to the cast as I experienced no. the movie anyway, and we felt did. 
Go on. We need to talk about the movie. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I do have to say, in my screening, there was only two other people and they were a couple. So I did feel bad. There were about six or seven of them. They were probably like happy to have the screen to themselves. And next minute, oh. this owl one comes in and sits down in the middle of the cinema. And you're like, with the giant I'll, thing of Are we all ready for Mademoiselle Spin? <laughs> 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 I've been I'm dying like, to see this I'm one. Like, this is American fiction. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so I like have heard people like, comparing this film to Morbius or being like this is like the worst movie ever or whatever and when I got home last night as we swapped over Child Carrying Judies I went on IMDb and was astonished at how low the rating was because I didn't have a bad time with this film now yet again I will not let you paint me into a corner where I'm defending a film that I don't think is particularly great I haven't said anything which is what happened with Argyle (laughs) but what I'm saying is I actually enjoyed Dakota uh, Johnson's performance I really liked that it was a standalone story until bits of Spider-Man started creeping in and confused me. Um, But it was a standalone story. I genuinely felt for the first time in any of these films, excluding the Spider-Man ones, where by their very nature they have teenagers in them, that this film actually actually nailed teenage interactions. What? Like I held this very starkly against the Marvels, where I felt like... Do you remember in the Marvels they were like all three of them were suddenly like best friends and we never felt like they got us there like in terms of any uh, relationship development in this one by the end I really bought the four female protagonists as a group what? yeah so we'll get into that more in spoilers what? what? albeit a lot of their interactions I agree were cringe and not well done I'm just saying I bought them by the end as a group a lot of brackets all <laughs> secondly so you, you bought these people as real first of all real people I said as a group and then Secondly, real teenagers. The other thing that I liked about this film is that there was only one story. Again, the bar is so low, by the way, as wow. I'm describing the things I like. It had about one this film. story. I'm so sick of these films having like eight different subplots that I can't follow. Sure, but what? So it had okay. one story. The film went from A to Z. Agreeably, from like X onwards, it was shockingly bad. But at the very beginning, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I was with it. Um, I think the story was quite interesting. And then I think it completely lost the run of itself by the end and it is one of the worst endings I've ever seen. <laughs> okay, I, I agree with the last bit you said. But I maintain my vibe and it was I'm having more fun than I expected. Okay. So what are you saying though that this, met, this exceeded your expectations which were, were low? Yeah, I is went in with an saying? open mind right. expecting it to be bad and I have to say and I enjoyed it. And it was better it. than you thought. Like I think if someone has teenagers and they're looking to bring a film them to a film, this is a perfectly fine film to go to. I think the Madame Webb backstory is quite interesting and I do like Dakota Johnson. I felt like she was playing a female character we don't tend to see on screen very often. I felt like the character being like a kind of somewhat socially reserved, aloof, um, guarded and all the rest of it is very different from the typical female we see portrayed in films where they're always like quippy and like annoying. Okay. now, Dave, tell me what you wow. think. Wow. I, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know what film you were watching. <laughs> you, you thought, first of all, that, that any of these people were believable. You were saying these, they, you, they, you felt they, they had a believable, authentic bond and relationship. By the end. Which developed over the course of yep. a movie. Um, at, and that I, I'll, I'll scratch the surface a bit more on that and say that I didn't for a second believe that any of these people weren't, weren't actors. 
delivering some of the, the most embarrassing dialogue. The dialogue was I embarrassing. Have, I, have, <laughs> I can't believe. And then, and then you get to the end credits and it's like, screenplay by seven people, story by eight different people. I'm like, yeah, okay. Now I see how we the got here. The last five minutes of this, this film is, are shocking. So this movie, I think, I'm not going to go on a, on a rant like I did for Argyle because the difference there, he, there is that Argyle should have been good. They got, you know, Matthew Vaughn can do it. They had a great cast. It has an interesting premise. And for me, it really just, all the choices were bad. And it's, I think... Dave, I, this is not an argument. Sorry, and, and I'm, no, excuse me. I'm explaining why this movie isn't going to get a rant out of me. Although I can feel my blood boiling now. <laughs> just talking about Argyle again. Whereas this movie was, first of all, doomed to fail from the beginning. Because it's in the spum universe. And it is, <laughs> Dave, and no, it is born out of a desire... Stop trying to make it spum is born happen. I, I, spum happened Cathy the other I, I didn't coin spum um the it is born out From of my a, perspective venom's grand and this is grand this that's is my, born that's my out, really critical perspective wow this is born this movie this entire existence of this movie for for in the first instance is born out of a a, a flailing uh, company trying to catch up with owning the prop, the the rights to an a mammoth IP, yeah, like and trying every to, Disney thing ever, and trying to catch up with another studio who originated the IP and built a incredibly successful, the most successful film franchise in history. Or that maybe, is now. Or, excuse me, can I finish? That is now itself flailing and struggling because audience tastes have changed and. It, and it's kind of, we're, t we're all tired of it. So what we're looking at is, this is the product of a movie studio that is 10 steps behind the movie studio that is currently struggling. I would argue Ant-Man, which came out last year with a female teenage protagonist, is 40 times worse than this I'm film. not. I'm not getting into, uh, I, I don't want to say, I'm not comparing the MCU and, and the Spawn. Yes, you are. I'm saying, yeah, but I'm saying, the spum universe this movie exists in they're trying to build a universe for audiences who are sick and tired of universe building superheroes and they are doing it with one hand tied behind their back or two hands tied behind their back because they can't bloody have spider-man in it the only bloody character that matters in this ip so they are trying so hard to find anything of interest or I relevance. That's a good idea. I think, but if I was Sony, I'd be doing this too. I'd be like, what's a lesser known character? And you know what? Let's only have three characters with other male characters, uh, three films with other male characters before we bring in a female protagonist. Unlike Marvel, who waited 30 films. And we'll take Madame Spum, or whatever her name is, <laughs> and, we'll, <laughs> and we'll contextualize her as the world's worst paramedic who you would never want to treat you at an emergency. And we'll flesh it out and give her a whole film. And I have no problem with that. Sure. Hey, hey, hey. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Oh, it's a grand idea. <laughs> how about the execution? How about the fact that... I'm not, that, defend, I'm not, I'm not the defending the execution. That, that, that they, wrote this, they wrote this as if in the style of um, like superhero movie, origin movies that we used to get in the noughties. Like Halle Berry's Catwoman. Why do you that's make the me... Sti that's, that's the league this is, this that is this movie like is in. Why this... do you force me into a hole where I have to defend these shite You films? don't have to say anything. <laughs> I'm trying to explain. I haven't even got to the movie. I'm trying to explain the context for this doomed venture and you're okay. jumping in and... and Can I talk about the movie And then? trying to defend the whole thing. Like, what a fantastic idea, Dave. Can I... Madame Webb. I really mean 
same web as I, gold. Can I tell They're you spinning, what I, It should be spinning gold. Can I tell you perspective for me? What? I enjoy this film more than I enjoyed Captain America the Winter Soldier. Oh my god, <laughs> why do you say my, these that's things? That's my experience. Sure, that's okay? fine. I, I respect you and your you. experience. Now can I please rant into the microphone yeah. for ten minutes? Tell us about the movie. While, while, Tell us about the movie. While you don't while you don't <laughs> like dig in even further to 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 defend Spawn. This movie's you, better than you, Citizen you, Kane! Last week you just said a minute ago that Dave, don't force me to defend this like you did with Argyle, because you're already trying to walk back your staunch defense of that piece of shit. No, because And Argyle, here we are now, Argyle. and I'm trying all I haven't even started talking about the movie. Argyle, I also said I wouldn't me. have a Rant. Excuse you are, me. What? Argyle, I said I enjoyed it and I don't think it was a particularly great film. Those two things are separate can, to me. Whatever about your... your you can do, <laughs> apply your revisionist history to a movie we're not talking about at another time. I have oh. now I have now explained... Right, so this, this is basically... This is this is doomed to fail from okay. the start. This isn't aside. born out of any... At least Argyle was like, Matthew Vaughn made a hey, new thing Dave. based on new IP and was like, this is the story I want to tell. And okay. he's failed spectacularly, tell in my opinion. specific this, issues with this film. This, this, this piece, piece the of... the thing, a thing you watched... This piece of, this piece of like, just like, like. This is art, cinema yeah. is art. This is, this is. A, cinema is an art This form. is a spider, <laughs> spiders spin like beautiful silk out of there. This, this Do just they? got, this sputtered out of a spider's arse. <laughs> that's what, that's what this is. This is, this is just like, what can we do? So this like, this, firstly, the story is all fine. I think you're right about that. I think no, all of this could have worked fine in, in, in someone else's hands. And and I think. What do you think about Dakota Johnson's I character? I think the Unusual, cast right? are all bad in this. I'm afraid. I really hate to say. It. I think nobody, nobody can be proud of anything they've done. Nobody can be proud of anything to do with Madame Web. Disagree. There is nothing to work with here. And I think they are. To be fair to them, they're also working with two hands behind their back, because they have a script which they seem to have delivered flawlessly. They don't think there's any any room for for the, like the 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 words that were on the page are just so it's just the 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 thing that went viral that line in the trailer is not in the movie this right? isn't in the movie but it's I kept waiting for it but it 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 is emblematic of the problem of this movie where every line almost every line of dialogue from the off of this movie is delivered to just explain some background yeah. or story it's to you it's particularly noticeable at the beginning when she's like I'm not a family person. I don't like doing family things. I don't like kids and I don't like going to baby showers. And you're like, all right. <laughs> I couldn't. That's a definite show, don't tell. This is the type of thing where, this isn't a spoiler, but in the opening scene, it's the it's the mother and your man in the rainforest. And she's, this is the sort of dialogue where it's like, don't touch that. As you know, this is the most precious specimen. <laughs> and I've been hunting 30 years for this. Yeah, that's and this an is my life's work. normal thing to say to your and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dave, I am not disagreeing with you on the script. By the so, way, I agree with you. So it is, it is, it is just some of the worst dialogue like imaginable. It's it not is so, also I've seen, come on, you've seen so much worse. No, than it's this. really bad. Nobody ever speaks like a real person except Adam Scott and Dakota Johnson. I think that when they're on screen together, I'm like, okay, I actually kind of they're working hard enough to build up. I believe that they have a rapport as pa- paramedic I, co-workers. I cannot wait to discuss these two on spoiler shoes. Can we get to spoiler shoes? <laughs> but I'm itching to discuss him. Um, <laughs> but 
Um, there's things like, I mean, like Dakota Johnson is forced to just do some of the worst. Like she's always has to be talking. This movie also treats his audience like they are simpletons. Like, and I'll talk about this in but spoilers. But she has no inner monologue. She's she also, exactly, exactly. I actually wrote down some of the stuff she was saying because it was driving me But no, she's sorry, bonkers. she does have a, her inner monologue is expressed via her talking to her cat who's called Cat hilariously. Yeah, or she talks. To, she talks all the time. She talks to a pigeon. She talks to. Uh, she talks to Scrooge on the TV at one point. Seeing the future is not all it's cracked up to be. But can Scrooge. I say what I forgot the, to say? Like you've just reminded me what I wanted to say that I really liked about the film. Really liked and thought was done really well. Her discovery of her powers and what they mean to the narrative and also to her experience, I found extremely fun. I mean, it was okay. Everything, I found it really the, fun. the things, the things that were good in this film were okay at best. Like that's and I way think, more entertaining to me than I've always been bored personally by watching seven hundred iterations just, of Kathy, Spidey figuring out how to shoot webs fine. and go around skyscrapers in Manhattan. That is boring to me. Fine, watching but Kathy, her Kathy, figure out her powers intellectually, I found really interesting. Six years ago, we got into the Spider Verse where that was all thrown to the side, and they were like, "No, nah, yeah, we know, we know, you all know Spider Man. We know you all know how origin stories are done." So this is how we're going to do it. Yeah, so that course, movie, firstly, Dave, just like... that's like the 20th iteration of Spider-Man. Of course they had to do that. This is the first iteration of Man on West. <laughs> Sorry, no, this is no... Stop giving, making excuses for this movie. <laughs> that they have, What I'm saying is there is a template for how to do things right, how to do things better on every level of this movie. How to write snappy dialogue. How to, how to um, have characters with believable relationships. Let's look at that movie. And this, is, this, this it can be directly compared to that movie because that's a spider man movie with Spider-Man characters. Yeah, you have a, a mentor. Movie. You have a mentor figure in um, Jake Johnson's Peter Parker and him and um, Miles yeah, but, yeah, but have a relationship where I'm like, me. wow, okay. And he goes on the exact same journey that Excuse she does me, in this. And that this film Dakota Johnson is the lead character and also a mentor that film Spider-Man is the lead character so therefore the mentor is not the lead character so it's not comparable how are you <laughs> what right we need to school go. <laughs> of defense attorney do you uh, uh, what are you doing Kathy? don't you know you can I'm just, just say that this is bad I'm trolling you, you. don't have to do this because you annoy me so much when you overly go at a film that I then have to defend it and that is my right now, can we go to spoilers, please? Yeah, let's do it. I want to it. talk about... Um, this her, is... Don't see this movie. I cannot... Nobody should see this. Nobody... I, I cannot recommend... Who would you recommend this okay. to? Okay. Anyone with a teenage kid who wants to go to the cinema with their teenager. That's who I recommend it to. No, there's better things. That, but right now in the cinema... <laughs> Our guy is 12 <laughs> I'm saying right now in the cinema. I don't know. You've got a 13-year-old Don't go to kid. the cinema. You've got go a 13 outside. Hey, stop Go it. outside. Kick a football. It's a 13... Oh, says the person who never goes outside and kicks a football. Can I say? No, because I'm too busy going to Madame Web by myself. <laughs> this is the life we chose, Cathy. No. This is the if, life we chose. Okay, if right now then, Dave, what's your advice to someone with a 13-year-old to 16-year-old kid right now? What should they go to see in the cinema? Don't go to Madame Web. No, watch a positive My advice answer. is don't go to what's the cinema. What's the answer? Don't exactly. go to the cinema. You don't have one. Don't go to the cinema. Watch anything else. <laughs> Stay at home. Um, there is a variety of things available in okay, your home. You have to choose between this and Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Right, I choose this. Every time Mean Girls. I choose this over Mean Girls. You are you what? I'm are you not coming out with some you. incredible hot I'm not hot trolling takes? you on that one. I would. I just enjoyed it more than I enjoyed Mean Girls. Mean Girls is a, is a competent film. Mean Girls I've seen before. I've never seen Madame Webb before. Right. And I and, and I wish I, we had never seen it. <laughs> okay, we're going on. We have to go. How right, on, you, on oh. to Spoiler Street. And before we get there, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back. 
Right, we're back. So spoilers now for <laughs> Madame okay. Webb. Can I talk what you through is... my journey with her co-worker in this film? Yeah, go. I don't pay attention to the characters' names. He's Uncle Ben. Well, this is what I'm getting to. Yeah. I don't pay attention to characters' names. Never noticed his name was Ben. It was even at the whole baby shower thing. I was like, whatever. Um, and then only at the very end of the film when the sister-in-law went into labour and he was there with the sister-in-law I was like wait I have never seen a film where the end of a labour story is the uncle being by the wife's side like what's happening are they going to get together and then someone said the name Ben and I finally was like oh the baby is Spider-Man and he's the uncle it took me the whole movie to realise it because it was so dumb I will say it was dumb and pointless I will say I admire I I have a a modicum of admiration for the movie for applying the tiniest bit of restraint that I didn't think they would in not actually saying the baby's name ever Yeah. I swore they were going to do it at that naming thing and they're like, no, it's actually Peter. Or I thought it was going to happen then and Ben would name him, but they managed to not do that. Uh, because, but because that's the only time they didn't treat the audience like, like here's a bucket of slop in your face. I just never, I never figured it out until right at the end when I was like, why is this man in the labour room with his sister-in-law? Yeah. And then I finally did you, put did it you together. Did you, I only recognise her from the crowd. I was like, who is she? It's Emma, Emma Roberts. Roberts. Yeah, I recognise her. Emma Roberts is such a good actor and I is know. so above all uh, of yeah, this but bullshit. She, but Dave, you say that, but like no one's above a, cha- a paycheck. Oh, sure. Yeah, no, I'm glad she's and getting also, work. I'm but sure. I'd like to see her in something good. If somebody said to you, um, have you ever heard of the Spum universe? <laughs> because it's really going to happen. It's going to be a huge deal. And you are probably what she did was sign a prospective contract for the next movie where she'd play Peter Parker's mother before sure. she dies. Do you know what I mean? Like that's a potentially... You could be Spider-Man's no, mom. No, I'm explaining that's probably why someone really famous was cast in that role because I'm sure there was a potential for future movies. Sure, no shade, no shade. Just do your research. <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot of people speculating that Dakota Johnson and Sydney Sweeney thought they were going to the MCU. So. <laughs> I thought, until you told me in the intro that this was Sony, I thought I was going to an MCU they, movie. Because apparently they posted Instagram posts saying, so delighted to join the Marvel Universe. Uh, Joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they didn't. They'd yeah. have known that. I'm hearing this second hand. Um, Cannot Sydney confirm. Sweeney, who's like such a standout of White Lotus um, season one. What is she doing in this? No, again, stop saying what are they doing in it because loads of reasons why I have to sure. go into it. Is she, does she shine in this? No. No. Um, did, however, you, did you ever believe her as a geeky teenager? No, because they had, also didn't believe her because they had her dressed up as a sexy schoolgirl. So yeah, I don't think the, what was that about? I don't think the costume designers were in line with the characters. No, agreed. Um, but I, what no, I no, wanted no, to no, say sorry. on them... Can I, one, one quick side note. No, the costume designers were completely in line with the characters because the girl that liked math had a t-shirt that said, I like doing math. Yeah, she Or did. something like that. So, I mean, that is just... That's really subtle. That is. And throughout yeah. the whole film, I was like... Like, realising that the film was set in the 90s or the noughties. Sorry, realising the film was set in the noughties a couple of times. And I kept thinking... How about when it said 2003 on screen in large letters? Oh, I missed that. Um, Numbers. I, when I read, I totally missed that. When I realised it was set in the noughties, I was so confused. I was like, why is this film set in the noughties? It's so pointless. And now I realise, of course, it's because if they wanted it to line up with Spider-Man being born. Um, but what Plus, I wanted Kathy, to say... We have to, but, no, but we have to... Like, the big end of this is like, oh, my God, finally, like, this universe of Spider-Women has been assembled. And, and now we can enjoy but many this is future the films. Rushed, because what I, I have to say, and I'm, re- I'm, I'm actually not trolling you here and I'm not joking. I liked the development because we spent more time with the teenagers in this film than we, like, as I was saying, I feel like we spend in any really, including like the teen Marvel in the movie Marvels, albeit I know 
she's the TV series that I haven't watched. But she had, but she had, she has ten times the charm of any I'm of not these su- people. I'm not suggesting she's more or less charming. Go I'm on. talking about time spent with characters. Sure. Like between, like a solid fifty percent of this movie is actually the three girls with Dakota Johnson. That's a lot per one of these movies for like what are kind of side characters. Yeah. Um, and I found the amount of time they spent together is what eventually made me believe in them as characters and as people with relationships and it's purely down to time Um, and I think other films could do with learning that like sometimes they bring characters in and out so quickly and I'm referencing Ant-Man's daughter again like we've never been able to connect with her with anything other than Ant-Man's daughter she's not a person she's just like a cipher for like do you know what I mean it doesn't work now here's the the difference Cathy I'm going to say now I agree with you that Ant-Man and the Quantumania and Ant-Man's Daughter is all terrible and unwritten. Yep. What I'm not going to do is try and defend that movie <laughs> against your opinion. I'm just going to say, yeah, I agree yeah. with you. Um, what I don't agree with you, and I respect your 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 decision, and I'm glad you appreciated uh, uh, the relationship and it worked for you, and I'm just shocked that you you can that you got there, is that where I these three teenage to. girls are they're nothing. They are nothing characters. Dakota Johnson's character is barely a character but she has a little bit more of something about her those three are like they are written clearly by by seven people who don't remember being teenagers or just have a tin ear for like what teenagers talked like or did talk like in 2003 and they were like I don't know what do teenagers do oh I guess they flirt with the jocks and jump up on tables and diners and dance that's probably that's interesting what all teenagers here's, do. here's and here and here's like here's the defining characteristics of each of them yeah. you have one, gr- likes one with glasses nerd uh, one likes math but it's kind of cool um, and has a t-shirt that said I eat math for breakfast the other one is the bad girl has a skateboard there is yeah. <laughs> these are their defining characteristics they are three nothing iconic else. characters and, 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 and there is nothing else to cling to and nor do any of them get anything interesting to do I'm not their big moment is that they come together as a group and apply CPR at the end which I liked and I actually liked that CPR May- oh, plot fine. now can we talk about two things we have to talk about She's the world's worst paramedic. Dave's brother-in-law, John, is a paramedic, and I wish he was here with us. Yes, we, to need, break to, it we down. need to get his opinion. At one point, her... And I love... It's when she starts understanding that she's actually seeing the future, and it's done really cleverly when she kind of envisions her her um, teammate, like, getting run over, and then she... And then he does, which is obviously sad, but I loved how they did it. And then, basically, I just don't think, and I love any paramedics, let us know, or John, let us know. So when you're when someone's been in a car crash and they're really ill, do you open the door and just pull them out of the <laughs> car and throw them to the ground and start frantically doing CPR? The only thing this paramedic knows how to do is CPR. She doesn't like stop bleeding. She doesn't do anything. She's just like the CPR queen. So the amount of CPR in this film is wild. I have never seen anything like it. She's an awful paramedic, right? I'm sorry, I'm just saying it. Her and um, Ben are doing like witty banter back and back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. while they're treating patients in an ambulance and then at one point Ben had a plot that completely went nowhere because I guess I I don't know why this happened I guess it's because he's going to marry Marissa Tomei and they couldn't show us her he was like "I've I've met someone and she goes what's she like and then he just stays completely silent and then for the rest of the film because I hadn't copped to his Uncle Ben yet I thought his girlfriend I thought there was going to be a twist where it was 
you know, Shoshana from Girls, who was like the computer nerd. Oh, yeah. Another person who was so embarrassed yeah. to be there. But I was like, oh, when are they going to reveal that that's his girlfriend and there's a twist? And then that never happened. And I was like, where's Ben's so girlfriend? So sorry to let you down. <laughs> anyway, it's because his girlfriend's Marissa Tomei. And then the other thing we have to talk about is, so we both admittedly know nothing about Madame Webber, right? So she's not like an iconic character. Out of nowhere in the final scenes of this film. Oh, my God. This is the, f- the apparently worst. Apparently she goes blind. So Which I guess they completely miss. I mean, I looked it up. I guess the character is blind and in a wheelchair. But I think it's they the miss. Professor X of I Spider-Man. I think they deleted by accident ten, mil- ten minutes out of the end of the. Why film. is she blind? Why is she blind? Why is she blind? What made her blind? Fireworks, maybe. And I, I mean, said, I said like, I like believe, started to believe the relationship between her, between her and the girls, but what I categorically did not was, believe when she said. They said, do you have everything you need? And she said, the truth. So terrible. So terrible. She goes, I have everything I need. And she's covered in bandages. These two changes who you mentioned yesterday. (laughs) And you're like, and then, no. But as if that, I thought, that is the worst. That's the worst scene in this movie. I'm amazed. And I laughed as well. And then I was like, but no, the worst scene is yet to come when they're in the apartment. And she's in this, she's in this like (laughs) wheelchair, which looks like it's been remote controlled by somebody upset. What, what is going is. on? And she's wearing these glasses, which are a choice. And I'm like, what are those glasses? Yeah, awesome. What are you doing? And she talks like she's some sort of mystic yeah. all of a sudden. And she's like, I, I see the women that you are about to be. And then we get these three, like, awful little teasers for 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 what these characters might will be in the future in Again, like, like we costumes that are. are worse than cosplay like there are professional cosplayers no who can the outperform the costume department in this movie i have no problems with the costumes but like you cannot wrap up your film with being like by the way we filmed all this other footage we didn't know what to do with it so here's a glimpse of it goodbye so no 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 that's their statement for this is the universe this is the next 10 years like it's a bold ambition again for a company but they didn't need to do it because it's, we had already seen it all in your man's vision but now you gotta bring it all together you have to have the hero shot the hero shot of the four of them standing in front of a web in a in a future that is never going to yeah, exist I know, it's never because this happen. movie was never <laughs> going to happen that's what I mean it's also tragic yeah. that they got these talented actors and made them read all this garbage it's for two tragic, hours Dave. and then now stand in front of this thing for your hero Dave, shot, guys. You and they're like, are we going to win our Dave, trilogy coming? Down and you misunderstand tragedy. These people were paid so much money to do this. Oh, sure. Like, whatever. But I think They were well compensated, but that doesn't... That, like, Dakota Johnson is mortified The last on that 10 minutes tour. of this. Yeah, but you're talking about a woman who was in Fifty Shades of Grey. Like, <sighs> the last 10 minutes of this film are mind-blowingly, shockingly bad. Like, yeah. incoherently bad. Aside from the scene where they all did CPR on her, which I have to admit and don't flag me, like one tear did fall down what my face. What the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, is everything okay? Can, I, shall, will I switch off the recorder? And do we need to have a chat? We need to get off. Are you, no, no, no. We have to talk about Shoshana doing her computer stuff. Okay. So the way the computer, the Again, way, how stupid it. this script is. Not the dialogue is awful, but the stupidity of the script and how contrivances happen. So, firstly, we are, we are presented with Ezekiel Sims, the villain who, for some reason, has received the dub from Hercules in New oh York. Oh, my God. And, At and no point was that man actually... None of the original audio yeah. has been used. And, so and I feel, just feel so bad for him. It was, like it was when just we, dreadful. When we recently watched stuff. 300, because we thought we were going to record an episode on it for our 300th and then realised that was ludicrous. 
the baddie on 300 is dubbed the whole time and it's really distracting and this is exactly like that it was so terrible and then so he's so he first of all has one of the best scenes and lines of dialogue where he lures the uh, the CIA person in, in into into bed with him um, and then he wakes up and has the dream and then sells to her and then tells her everything. <laughs> no, I know he's about to kill her. But again, just like the movie just needs to get this off its chest also, to it's the like, audience. And he's like, she's like, have you CIA. ever had a dream where you've seen yourself die? Well, I've had it every night. And I've seen the faces also, of those women. But also, she's like a NASA person, only- our national security agent, right? He's, he's expositioning for like a full four minutes before she senses danger. I know, yeah. She's like, <laughs> <Vanishing>. wow, <laughs> that's really interesting. That's so interesting. Oh my Tell God. Tell me about you, your dream. You want to kill people? Like you want to... Um, <laughs> What, you want a minority report people who you think might kill you in the future so you're just going to kill them now? Cool, that's really sexy. And then when and he then, starts going, I need facial recognition software which only the National Security Agency has. Goes, like, she's a secret agent. Do you know what she has next to the bed? Like, her key fob that says National Security Agency. <laughs> she, just, she just has it on a bedstand in a stranger's office, or a stranger's apartment. No agent should ever be flaunting their security passes yeah. like that just with a man who sits next to you at the opera and then she goes and then the, the best is when he goes to her he goes to her then he goes he says he delivers a line of dialogue like which was recorded eight months after the film was shot <laughs> something with, with his back to the camera always um, and sometimes you can see their mouths aren't even synced with what the like no. there were th- there were times I where like point, you haven't even synced it do you know what the test the, audience had seen it and the studio was like lads we're done we can't spend any so more he money goes, here so he says to her just before she dies he says something like just thank yourself make just just thank your lucky stars that you did not have to know that today is the day that you would die meanwhile it's interesting um, he doesn't seem to have the gift of sight that Dakota Johnson has he only has the same dream no the Amazon over. sorry the South American witch doctor oh Spider-Man God, tells that. her tells her that um uh, that everyone receives different powers for like, some reason. We can't get and into this. How about, we can't get how about into the this. time? How about the time when he Ezekiel meets Dakota Johnson's character in a vision and then tells her everything? Yeah, He's I'm like, so oh, by the way, that. those girls are going to have powers in the future. Why did you tell her that? What I just Why did say you tell her anything? If you ever find your mother's old notebooks from when she was murdered in Peru, it's <laughs> all you have to do, right? You book a, fl- a plane to Peru. You get on a bus, and then instead of using a map or anything, you just wander around with your mom's notebook, <laughs> looking at the photos you find. That was and then so you funny. Pull the photo and up and go, I found the tree I, found I was it. looking for. But like, for. how did she wanders? There's a scene where she wanders. Like Dakota Johnson did really bad in that scene. She's like supposed to be, as you said, navigating through the rainforest. First of all, just has a ma- what's on the map? What are the landmarks? You're just trees everywhere. The landmarks. She is walks tree. into frame. She walks into frame. Looks left looked right, looked down, and it was just like, and, and then looked at the map. I'm like, what are you looking at? There is nothing. And then she just, yeah, matches a photo, which has just got trees and a river in it. Oh, I just remembered the other bit where I cried. It was the bit where her- You cried more than once? I cried twice. When she like met her mother and they hugged, I thought that was lovely. Oh, that was actually, yeah, that, that kind of did kind of work, except for all the bits before that, where again, they treat the audience so stupidly because we, we see the scene where she's saying, the doctor tells her, your child has a, um, a muscular uh, d- degenerative disorder. And she says, I'm going to do everything I can to cure it. And then <laughs> it, at that point, I was like, okay, I get it. But what Dakota Johnson's character says, 
to nobody because she's there by herself no, in a mystical. No, but she exists she says, in two places. But I don't have a muscular dystrophy problem. But she exists in two places. She's also talking to the Amazonian Spider-Man. But so how did she not like? Th- this is the the level of the dialogue. No, she doesn't. He can't hear it. Anyway, and then she goes, "That's why you went there for me." We have to stop talking about this film. So no, sorry. Sure. The other thing, the other thing that's driving me nuts. I have to get this off my chest. The fast, the quick, the way the the media works in this movie is so insanely quick. She allegedly kidnaps these three girls on a subway station mm-hmm. then they go upstairs mm-hmm. um, and get into a taxi yeah. they turn on the radio and the news is reporting that a woman has kidnapped three teenagers mm-hmm. so firstly like th- there are different rooms. that would have barely been communicated to the base headquarters let alone been communicated to a journalist who would then write up a script for a radio presenter well, to put you're talking, by the you're talking Grand Central Station a major incident and three underage people being removed thanks for defending the movie again <laughs> um, then, the, then the next <laughs> then, then they welcome. drive out then they drive out to the wilderness in a forest yep. and park up Dakota Johnson says I'll be back in three hours so mm-hmm. less than so that so how much has passed uh, maybe so she doesn't even, she comes back three hours later but before that the girls go off so before three hours have elapsed they go into a diner and they are observed by a man who is reading the front page of a newspaper evening newspaper which says which says three girls have been kidnapped so within three hours within less than three hours of that incident occurring that has made front page news a local evening newspaper might have that (laughs) <laughs> what are you talking about? Kathy, right. we <laughs> both worked in the media. The time, like, you, local, the time it would be it take to design that. A local media outlet. <laughs> right, we need to get off. I'm sick of talking about this film. I don't ever want to talk about it again. Let us know. You if, love talking about it. it. You love this film. Our listeners, let us know if you've seen it, what you think of it. Um, Dave, thank you for that. Uh, I hope that I think we've had three fairly unsuccessful weekends at the cinema now. I can't believe Between I said mean I wasn't girls, going to rant about Mean this. Girls, Argyle, and Madame Web. Uh, we've quite a web for us. Um, I look forward to one day getting to see American fiction. We sailed past. <laughs> we sailed past our house about twenty minutes yeah, ago because we, we just ca- to had to keep talking right, about this. We're yeah. getting off. Um, come over, please, and follow us on Instagram. Uh, oh, we actually went on TikTok as well, <laughs> very briefly. So follow us there if you're there. And most importantly, if you could leave us a five-star review wherever you listen, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, that's hugely appreciated. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Hey, you're showing off. Maybe a little. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.